when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? How big do All right, we're back. Back to even. I am your host, or one of the hosts, I should say. I keep saying I am the host because it's what I say on my own pod. But, uh, yeah, one of the hosts, one of your co-hosts. My name is Jeff. I apparently also like to say host a lot. Joined, as always, uh, by the beautiful, talented, and just ready to fucking go, Ben Senf. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Welcome back to Back to Even. How you doing, Ben? What's going on, Benito? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, I was having a pretty good day. Cheers. Uh, I was having a pretty good day. You know, getting some shit done. Uh, You know, prepping for the show. You know, doing some soundbite shit. And then uh, I I had to take my kids to a play, right? Like, they're in this play practice. And I get back. Yeah. it, It... I can get into all that, um, but uh, it's like a ten minute thing. I go drop them off. I come back, and in the time I was gone, apparently Tina like jumped out of the yard because uh, the snow is really fucking high. So it's like, God damn it, you know, got to go snow blow snow around my fence so my dogs, which are uh, you know as already established giants, don't just jump yeah. over the fucking thing. And I'm going and I'm swearing because like when you're trying to cut through like three feet of snow, like snow blowers are. I don't care how big of a snowblower you have. It's just fucking hard. Well, Especially snow that sat for a while, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's been there since November. And as any northern dog owner will tell you, when you have a fenced-in yard, what do you do with dog shit in the winter? You leave it. You leave it until it gets snowed on. <laughs> well, I'm snowblowing my backyard, and, I mean, all of a sudden I see out of the corner of my eye, it's no longer, like, white coming up, and then instantly like before i can close my mouth i just get hit in the face with like the snow right and so you know just start swearing you know spitting yakking run inside i grab a bottle of vodka and i just like pour it down my in my mouth i'm just like gargling with vodka trying to make sure i kill whatever the fuck might have gotten in there it was so oh ben like i can't tell you it like ruined my day (laughs) That's a tough look, dude. Um, that's a real tough look, actually. Uh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, Wasn't great. Wasn't great, I'll tell you no. that. I don't think so I saw it. you're but... eating shit on a Wednesday. Yeah. So how, how was your Wednesday? How's your, uh, yeah, also, breaking news, we're recording on a Wednesday. So yeah. So we got that going for us. How you been, man? What's good? Hopefully uh, yeah, dude. you're not eating shit. No, I'm not eating shit. Uh, I've been good. Week's been good. Um getting ready to head to Vegas since we're recording early, still coming out on Friday. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, uh, just it's pouring rain right now. Uh, sounds like I'm living through hurricane Katrina. The wind's just whipping, just pounding rain. Love Phoenix. It's, it's wild. It's wild, but no, otherwise dude, good week. Uh, ready to get back to even getting back in the swing of things. Um, so, I do have a question. Yeah. Have you been following the Murdoch or the Murdoch murders at all? So, I've seen, seen that. Yeah, I've seen it pop up on Netflix. I haven't, we haven't watched it yet. Fill me in. Like, talk to me. Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, okay. Yeah, we watched them all. And then I didn't realize, like, the trial was happening right now. 
Like oh. they were doing closing arguments today, and we watched all three of them last night. So, um, yeah, it's uh, kind of a why. I mean, it's just like a small town thing, right? There's these lawyers, and they'd been the lawyers and the county attorneys forever, and they were above the law and there's always been like lore of them making people disappear. And then it just kind of goes through their life. And it's like, yeah, they'll fucking make anybody disappear, man. Really? It's yeah. It, I mean, it's remember when we ranked South Carolina and we're like, yeah, get past the bullshit. Yeah. The, yeah. That's, that's what that's like the deep South of South Carolina. Those Oof. people. Oof. So, uh. Um, not that there was like any race tones there, but that just, that helps you understand the sure. type of people you're dealing with. Sure. So, um, yeah, dude, it's good. It was wild. So it's uh, only three episodes um, long. Yeah. It's only three. Nice. I'm going to have, we'll have to dive into that. I love a good light. I'm assuming it's like a, like a murder. Yeah. Murder mysteries are always good. We're yeah, big fans of those. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, that was uh no, that's it was good, dude. Uh but yeah, the closing arguments are going on right now, so I'm not gonna not gonna spoil anything because you haven't. But I mean okay. it's kind of like public knowledge too. But sure. Um there's some shithead kids. I mean, it's what happens when you probably raise without rules. So sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, feel free to spoil. I mean, we're talking about it. You might as well talk about it. Although I will yeah, say I just, in the future, let's like uh let's all get on the same page. Right, like, let me yeah. know if you're going to dive into a show. I will binge the shit out of it with the wife. Okay, uh, and then we can talk about it. Deal. That sounds better. Uh, no, I just it was a public thing. Like I said, I'd seen it pop up on Netflix a couple times. Yeah, um, and then we we just knocked it out last night. We started when we were eating dinner, and that's actually the second one in a couple weeks that. It's been like, oh, they're forty minute episodes, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, there's one left. We're not I can't can't leave it for tomorrow. No. Yeah, you gotta bang that out. Yeah. So no, it's uh it's just a wild little Southern Bell small town murder mystery, you know? Mm-hmm. Um pretty fucked up. It's sure. it's uh people with power or appearing to have power, they do some wild things and it's using uh, the shit out of it, I take it. What's that? Abusing the shit out of power, huh? Oh yeah, big time, like nice. nonstop, like the, like this this family literally lived without rules. Yeah, because they had everybody paid off. Like the Kennedys, like they had one son that was like rolling cars, getting DWIs when he was fifteen, so, but never got one. So like so, the Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, um, Netflix question. TV yeah. watching question. So you guys just dive into something. I'm because I may wait and see. Right? Um, like, get public opinion, wait and see? I just kind of want, like, is there any buzz around something? Then I'll dive into it. Because there's just so goddamn much on Netflix. Yeah. That, I do, and because I hate starting things and then not finishing them, no matter how bad they are. And so yeah, I always no, want, I'm like, a little that. feedback I'm with first. That. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Jordan Kirk sent a snap, said about to jump into this, and I did ask him, like, tell me if it's any good. And he's like, yeah, it's probably a must-watch. Nice. So I was like, all right, let's, nice. let's knock it out. And I love a good, like, timely show like that. Remember Making a Murder? Oh. When that came yeah. out, and then that dude, you know, like he's going back on his, like, fourth appeal or something. You know, so it was, it was in the news. It was on Netflix. It was just, you know, it was hot in the streets. Right. Um, so it's just, yeah. it, it was perfect. It was a perfect confluence of events that just, yeah, really made the show even better. 
Uh, did you watch Tiger King, Jeff? You're goddamn right, I did. Okay, I didn't. No, I knew there. Were, I thought there was somebody in our little group that did not. So no. I didn't remember if that was you or not. I, I was all in on it and wait for the rest of the show because there's a bite from it coming up. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I definitely. I was in on it right away, man. Just the terrible music, that character, the fucking like auxiliary characters and yeah I mean, it was just so absurd and hit at the right time like as we were all going through lockdown yeah no america needed a hero and it was <laughs> it was joe yes <laughs> so good so good yeah. yeah we're uh i'm waiting for the next one of those not tiger king but like the next you said making a murder i think that's like the first big netflix documentary where it's like holy shit this is unreal and then Tiger King, you're like, there's right. no fucking way. So right. I'm just waiting for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a thousand idiots idiots out there trying to sell their story to Netflix, I can guarantee you. So we won't have to wait long, I would imagine. Maybe it'll be on us. Hey. Two idiots hey. recording a podcast. Take down Rogan. I wonder if I bet Netflix will get into that. Podcasting? Just publishing podcasting. Oh yeah, for sure. If they, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, because they'll have to do something to to take that marketplace, right? So Correct. like, it can't be on YouTube anymore. Like, they'll start cutting deals only available on Netflix. Correct. I guarantee yeah, so. they will. Hey Netflix. Yeah. Hey, we said it first. Come get us. Um, yeah. You can get my hundred million a piece. Yeah, you can get my unfinished basement and Ben's three doors, and it'll be yeah fucking gold for you. Um. No, the wife and I, so that, that's good. Like, we, we've been, like, struggling to find something to watch. And did have you ever watched Succession on HBO? I don't think so. Oh, dude, you got to. That show is so good. Um, so season four is coming out, and I've watched the first three seasons, but I told Jen, I was like, come on, you got to watch it. She watched, like, the first episode and just hated it. She hated all the characters. But, yeah. like, any good drama right like the first episode is all just setting up who the fuck these people are and it's just it's a modern day game of thrones right without all the murder i'm out no no so oh so you don't like like politics backstabbing like in family fighting like a good drama like that i just like you said game of thrones i've never been able to get through it like it's just not for me well yeah so take the the dragons and the the make-believe Incest. shit out of it. Yeah, so like this guy, this is about essentially Rupert Murdoch. That's who the mm. titan of this this family is. He's a media god, owns tons of news stations, and it's just his, all Fox, his right? kids. Yeah, all his kids are trying to take over the empire, and he's just like fighting them off, and they're all, everyone on the show is a piece of shit. It's so much fun. They all are the worst humans you've ever seen in your in your life and they're just i can get with it it's i'm just telling you give it a shot you'll love it um so we've been hard on that but it's not fast it's very slow right it's a slow burn and the jokes are not good no they're really good they're just oh awful (laughs) um i actually haven't or i have been but i wondered we haven't recently we've kind of fallen behind but have you been watching The Last of Us at all? Yeah, yeah, big on that. You all, yeah, you caught all the way up. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Really digging that so show. I, That's fun. I think the last one we watched was, uh, I don't even know, but that is a show that I thought I would hate, and I do really like that. That's been good. Yeah. Well, I I love the show, and then also just like the science behind it yeah. is terrifying. Like that yeah. could be a thing. It technically exists now. Those fungus mm-hmm. take over ants and essentially make them zombies. Yeah. It's freaky as fuck. I don't I don't like thinking about it. Um, but then my wife is like, she's all she nerds out on that shit. And she's sending me articles about it. I'm like, will you please stop? Like <laughs> that's about the, the actual thing. diseases that we could have and yeah. that could be a real thing. Yeah, like I don't need that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just let World War Three happen, you know? We're on the brink of dis- destruction anyhow, so yeah. just let just, it go. Just let, but leave me to live in peace, sweetie. I think the last one we watched was when uh, they met that kid and his brother when they were staying in Kansas City, oh, yeah. and then he killed his little brother because he was sick and then yeah. took it, killed himself. That's tough. That's a, I mean, it, that movie makes you think, you know, like you don't, you don't have any companionship for a while. You're going to cozy up to a guy for the next 40 years or, you know, you got to kill somebody you love. You're just going to off yourself right away. Are you going to keep living? Like, it, I mean, it's a good show. It's for sure. Um, I kind of want to play the game. I don't have like the mental capacity sometimes to play those games where it's like, I'll just get bored, you know, yeah. with the storyline game. But I kind of want to see how close it is. Well, there's, I mean, obviously there's changes, right? Like, I think the vast majority of that game is about, you know, fighting off the the theoretical zombies zombies, um, or whatever we're calling them. Um, But yeah, what I like about it is like, it's the first like video game turned into a TV show that's actually worth a shit. Right. I don't know any other one that has done that successfully, at least. No, me either. So... That's pretty cool to see. It is. Um, um, I had like, did you did you see any of this baseball stuff? This these new rules, like any of these clips? I tried to send you guys some, like the pitch clock. Yeah, that's. I wanted to bring that up too. Too. Um, what do you think of the pitch clock? I think it's too short. If I'm being honest, 15 seconds seems. I I think we could push it back to like 20, 25, and that'd be fair. Well, here's what I'll say, right? Um, I love it, for one, because the outcome is games are essentially a half hour shorter now, which is huge. It's huge for that game. It's needed, right? Um, And I love that it's a penalty on both, right? If the batter doesn't get ready, it's an automatic strike. (laughs) And a game ended that way or got sent into extra innings that way. And if the pitcher doesn't do it in time, it's a ball, right? So it's it it affects both equally, right? It's right. Like get ready, get on the mound, get in the box, let's play ball. Um, and so I think if you added 10 seconds to, let's just call it 120 pitches, right? You're, you're now talking 1,200 more seconds. Yeah. Divide that by 60. I'm not a math guy. Um, you know, that's like another 20 minutes. Six so then minutes. you're not shortening yeah. the game. Yeah, that's exactly 20 minutes. Good job. Thanks. Um, you know, so 
to me, it, it, that's, what's necessary. It, now I think that clip I sent that guy was uh, essentially on cocaine. He was just, he was throwing it with like 13 seconds left on the clock. So he yeah. ripped off four pitches in like 40 seconds, which was pretty impressive. That's what I'm saying. I'm just worried about some guys' arms. Like, is your arm going to fall off? Are we going to see less guys trying to go the distance? You know, I don't know. Like, are we going to see a no-hitter ever again? Hmm. You know? I don't know. Because, I mean, I mean, obviously, there's times to rest your arm when you're going through the game. And sure. I think, I mean, I understand, like, changing the game. Because baseball is a is is a pure sport. It's played the same way it was two hundred fifty fucking years ago, right? Like, not a whole lot's changed. Um, yep. But sure, I think they. I mean, but it's not like they're going to gain viewership or fans. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Baseball fans are going to watch it no matter what. There's people that like baseball that don't like baseball. I don't know. I yeah. enjoy baseball. I enjoy listening to baseball on the radio. I think there's something special about that, but I don't know. Right. I think that's a valid concern and or take, right? That it's not going to change that, I would say, especially immediately. I right. do think it it can over time, right? I think, sure. you know, their viewership has declined and declined and declined over time because it's just, it's a lot of fucking standing around and a yeah. lot of waiting uh, between pitches, between potential action, right? Like the games used to take three hours and six minutes on average, right? Whatever you want to call it. But in reality, it was like four minutes yeah. of playing the game. So whatever you can do to reduce that dead time to me is a step in the right direction. And, you know, I, I hear what you're saying about, will we ever see that again? Well, shit, that's the way it used to be, man. Games used to be played in two hours. A guy would go the whole whole nine and there wasn't commercial breaks, you know, batters weren't stepping out. They were just in there, you know, ready to go. They also threw one pitch. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, maybe a curve in there as well. And I know that they were probably only throwing like 75 miles an hour. I get all that. But, uh, you know, it's 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 part of the game. It's it's necessary right. in my opinion. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I, To me, it's just nice to see them say, we got to do something. And so yeah, they've done no. something, and let's see what uh, what happens. I will say, it it worked in AAA. Yeah, you know it worked last year, and I love that. Like we were talking about, you know, with the XFL, like you can prove things out now before you bring right. them to the show, and 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 make sure that they worked. Did you all like? What do you think about the shift being banned? I think that's stupid as fuck. I mean, like I don't under like that's <clears throat> rewarding shitty hitters. Agreed. Like, hey, you're not good. I mean, essentially, if you can't hit the ball the other way, right, <clears throat> Joe Mar, you shouldn't be able to play. Right, I would like, agree. I mean, like, like, for, I mean, I'm all about. I, I mean, I, I'm surprised it took people that long to start doing shifts. I mean, shifts are a relatively new thing. Yeah. Right. Like where they, oh, we know this guy is gonna pull the ball. We know, yeah, whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think that's just dumb. He's a dead, yeah. I mean, they're just they're <clears throat> dead pole hitters, right? And that's on you as a hitter. I, I equate it to saying the defense can't do that would be like saying to the pitcher, "Well, this guy can only pull the ball, so you can't throw it on the outside half of the plate." That's exactly what it is. What the fuck, right? Like, well, this team can't stop the run, so you or 
So you you or they can only stop the pass. So that's what you have to do on offense, right? Yeah. Like what the fuck? It, yeah, it, that it makes just, no sense to me. Like if you want to have nine infielders, have nine infielders. I don't give a shit. Yeah, there's no rules that say you have to have three outfielders. Right. You can play the guys wherever you want. A little slow pitch softball style, you know? Exactly. Where you usually got 10 in the field. I mean, all the teams all the time, they'd have five infielders, three outfielders if they were good. Like, okay. Um, counter. Well, okay. So let me just, I'm jumping on the other side here. So they do that in football, right? You have to have like four down linemen and linemen have to be covered up. Why do they do offense. that? Yeah, why do they? Yeah, well, exactly. So why do yeah, they do you that? You have to have five down linemen, and they can't be the last guy on the line. Well, they can. You just have to report eligible. You have to have seven guys on the line of scrimmage. Right, so why? <clears throat> That's a great question. I don't know. The you game hasn't played like that forever, I guess. I know. is the easiest way to say it. I mean, ineligible and eligible numbers are a wild thing to me, too. I don't, like, why can't a white wear 70? You know? Correct. That's a... But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, that'd be, uh, it'd be wild if all of a sudden a team was just like, look, it's not in the rules, so we're only rolling with three linemen. Well, I mean, there is things like that all the time. Um, I shouldn't say all the time, but you see teams, like, they'll find, oh, I don't know if you could hear the sirens and the wind blowing. Um, scared me for a second. Anyways, <laughs> like, uh, this year the Raiders yeah. were – holding the ball on top of the tee for the kickoffs. And they were, I mean, they play inside, but Daniel Carlson was kicking the ball through the back of the end zone. Like his touchback rate was almost a hundred percent when they started doing that because there was no rule that said they couldn't. Yeah. Cause obviously if the wind blows the ball off the tee, right. Well then the NFL is like, yeah, that's not, you kind of found a loophole. So I don't know. I mean, you find them just like the, uh, you know, if the ball is rolling towards the sideline on a kickoff, yeah. and if you as the returner stand out of bounds and touch the ball inbounds, that ball is technically considered a kick out of bounds, and you get the ball at the 35-yard line. So. But isn't that also a penalty? On the kicking team. But on the offensive team for touching the ball first without being forced out. No, just on that kickoff. So if you step out of bounds huh. and then you grab the ball, that technically is a, a kick out of bounds for whatever reason in the rule book. It's stupid. That is stupid. But, I mean, yeah, there's just, uh, like, I mean, a lot of people don't know, like, the base paths rule either. You know, like, you make you can make the base path however you want it. Right. Like, you, it has to be a straight line, right? So, like, technically you could take off from first base and run into fucking center field on your way to second. Yeah, I, I guess assuming you took like a, well, you can't do that because you're not going to second. But you could, you could lead get your lead off of first really deep. Yeah, and then your next move has to be straight to second. Right. Yeah, you can't so, you can't deviate. Yeah. I don't know. I just you know spitball in here, like trying to think of like yeah. why that wouldn't why you you know like because it is like that in other sports where they they make it mandatory where you have to be in certain spots and yeah I'm just but i mean to- not like not defensively though that's like the first time i've ever seen like defensive rules true like that you true. know yeah that's fair like as, point, as far as alignment so i don't know uh sticking on sports 
What do you think about the PGA's move today? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, digesting it, it's you know, it's just like what the Liv's doing, with the it's exactly yeah. the Live Tour is doing, um, which I don't hate, but I also don't love. I I think the drama of having to earn your paycheck is so important in golf. Yeah. I, I do think sometimes the fields are a little nuts, right? Like they've, they've had so many, you know, four turn three, four tournaments this year and they've, they've barely been able to finish Friday. Um, that's a little frustrating. Maybe you can do something to like dwindle that down a little bit, uh, to make it a bit more competitive and not so fucking slow. Right. But, you know, just the, the idea of a of guaranteed, you know, you're guaranteed to make it. Uh, but then I also understand the other side, right, is from a golf perspective, they are trying to grow golf, right? Like if you're trying to sell contracts and, you know, TV contracts and Rory McIlroy and John Rahm are missing half the tournaments because they missed the cut, well, you know, you're not going to get big. Imagine if, like, Fox is buying the NFL and the Cowboys can't play half the time. Right. You know what I mean? So I get that as well. Uh, what are you, I mean, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, so I'm just trying to like wrap my brain around it. Yeah. So, I mean, does that mean that Masters weekend is just two days now? Mm-mm. Or do they play the first 36, but you just don't get cut? There's, it's still a four day tournament. Correct. It's still a four day tournament. And there's like 75 <laughs> okay. people in it. Which. Uh, I mean that honestly, like though that's, I think that sucks for the guys that are coming up. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you got to play shit tours, and that really benefits, like, like you said, like the guys that are always already there, not the guy, you know, Tiger in '96 when he won the U.S. Open. You know what I mean? Like, right. not those guys that came out of the fucking woodwork. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how? What's their mm. path now? What's the path for the next Scotty Scheffler? who was not, I mean, I shouldn't say he wasn't, right? He was heralded out of college, but, um, you know, Billy Horschel, right? Like these guys that aren't the, the fucking prodigies that are coming mm-hmm. up, right? What is their path to get to that state? Because if their only path is half of the events that they can play in, I don't know how they ever crack that top 75 because those other guys are going to get points playing in those right. events. Right. I just, I don't, that's where I kind of wrestle with it. Um, and I'm struggling to have like this hot fucking take, like, oh, PGA, fuck you, you know, like you're doing exactly what Liv's doing. I don't want to do that because I understand like both sides of it. And I also understand what they were trying to do from a, what the golfers were trying to do from a Liv perspective. I get that. Um, yeah. I, I really liked the whole, all right, we're going to do like 20 elevated events to reward the players. But this is, I feel like is a, is a bit much. For sure. So then the top 75 guys in the world are the only people that get a chance to win the major every year. So how do you, like you said, how do you climb that ranking? <clears throat> Winning a major is a, is a direct correlation to your world ranking. Yeah. For and sure. How, how, right. So yeah, like you said, like Scotty Scheffler. So if he would have just, if he would have won, 
the WM Open, and I believe he went back to back almost. And then he went to and he won the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which is what's this weekend. Yep. And then he rolled into the Masters and won. Like if Scotty, if if he would have just won the WM Open, and and I don't know what his world ranking was going into last year. I have no idea. But he was a seemingly unknown, and then skyrocketed to a star in the span of sixty days. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he was the golf hardos. He was more than an unknown, but yeah, to the regular, you know, casual golf viewer, for sure. Right. And again, that's where it, it. What is the path to get there if you're not one of these projected superstars? And what's going to happen in five years, 10 years, when those that are currently have to start or they start declining? Right. You know, like, God, I love Tiger, but it, it's pretty easy to see he's not one of the best golfers in the world anymore. Can he turn Correct. it on so for he, a day or two? For sure. But does that even mean, does he even get a play in them next year? Like his Tigers days in tournament in majors done now, because he's not going to be in the top seventy five in the world. Well, I think he's got he's got lifetime exemptions to like all the majors, because <laughs> um, he's won them all multiple times. Sure. So then, do you start kicking out active golfers for guys like Tiger when in ten years when Tiger's still trying to hang on and play around in the Masters against Charlie. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Correct. I don't think he would, but I get what you're saying. And I, I understand your point, right? Is you know, he said he doesn't want to be a ceremonial golfer, which I respect the shit out of, but yeah. I totally understand your your take there, right? Like the the Curtis Stranges, the Ernie Ls, the VJ Sings, right? Who can still show up to the PGA Championship cuz they won and they're out there, right? Like who's that benefiting? You know right. what I mean? And it, cause it's not. So yeah, I just, again, I just wonder what the path forward is going to be like, are they going to have to create like a mini PGA tour for these guys to compete on? Like on the side, they have it. They have the, it's a corn ferry again, but, but that's not the PGA tour, <laughs> right? Like the, the PGA tour, you know, goes from one down to one fifty. Right. I'm just saying, like, then you play the corn ferry usually, right? So, so you're on cut, your way. Yeah, you're cutting out the bottom <laughs> 75 of the active tour for for the right. for these events. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to go to live. And those now are live the guys, is going to have another bounce back. Right. Those are the guys that actually need to play every week. You know what I mean? Right. And they need, I say this very tongue-in-cheek, they need the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Rory doesn't. He's got hundred million from you know plus from Nike. He's got his club endorsements. He's made hundred two hundred million dollars on the course. Like he's fine. He doesn't need these guaranteed checks anymore. But that's who's yeah. going to be getting them, which is strange. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. Very, very. Speaking of golf, did you watch last week's tournament at all? No, I saw what's his name, Adam Wise, who won. I think it was a Kirk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he was playing against a guy in the playoff, and the only reason I'm bringing it up, he's playing against a guy in a playoff who was wearing joggers. Yeah, they're big, dude. With a belt. Yeah, that's the thing now. They're Nike and Adidas makes them. They're golf pants, but they have the jogger bottoms. Yeah, I don't like that. I kind of do. I'm the opposite way. 
Okay. <laughs> so there's a hot take. There we are. I was actually looking for some last night, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big jogger fan to begin with. I don't mind joggers, and I don't mind joggers on the golf course. But I think joggers are joggers. Like, you don't need a belt. That's fair. Um, yeah. But I'm sure they have to sharp. because they have to have their fucking shirt tucked in and all that stuff. That's it, just it. And to me, it's like, you know, like, let's just, let's relax the dress code a little bit. Let people wear what they want um, within reason, right? You can't be out right. there and cut off jean shorts and a tank top. Um, although I think it'd be fucking hilarious. That would be great. Yeah. I just think, like, we talk a lot about technology. Like, that's one thing. Clothing technology has changed a ton, right? Like, you can look nice and be extremely comfortable. And I think athletically, like playing golf, I would, you got to have both. You got to find the perfect way of both, you know? For sure. Not everybody's like Colin Morikawa either. I know we, we kind of left this out, but when he was on full swing there, yeah, and they were showing him all the stuff, and he's like, "I hate it." And they're like, "Why do? Why don't you like it?" He's like, "That's your style. That's not my style. I'm not wearing that." To yeah. Adidas, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Colin! Tell him." I agree. Him. I like that as well. I thought that was cool, right? He's yeah. like, "That's for you. It ain't for me." You know? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Which again, hey, go for it, right? Like, wear your style. I'm, I'm for that. Uh, yeah, I am too. I respect the shit out of that. But we, you know, the one thing that we totally forgot about, which. I thought about it all week from full swing was the Joel Damon episode. I know. I I mean, it, I was replaying our conversation in my head over and over again, just going, how did we not fucking talk about that guy? Is, is he not your favorite golfer for sure with, I mean like hands down now, like I am rooting for him. End of sentence. It's just like, you know, everybody like, and you kind of like the Thielen thing, right? Where we were at the course where it was like, we're waiting. You're like, Oh, it's just another guy. And I was going to tell you then too, it's like something I thought of when you said that, it's like, I heard a, a special someone on your podcast say, Oh, I text Josh Dumel. Yeah. Right. Yep. And you're like, it's pretty fucking wild for you to hear one of your friends say that out loud. Isn't that uh, uh, totally. Totally. Right. Absolutely. But I would love to be to the point in life where I could say, I text Joel Dom. Oh, absolutely, dude. Because I think that's the one pro athlete, head and shoulders, I would love to hang out with more than anybody else. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. Dude, just, he's just there for a good time. Right? And for sure. He'd been through a bunch of shit in his life. He's really good at something. Um, He's living the life that he wants to live, you know? And he's got all these people you know, just kind of telling him like, Hey man, like you're better than this. You're better than this. He's like, eh, I, you know, whatever, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try any harder. Right. And then like they're, they're in that one tournament where they got to play like 36 in a day and the qualifier for the yeah, U S open. It was the qualifier. Yeah. To get into the U S open, which he ended up placing like fucking fifth in or something. Right. And getting a huge paycheck. But like after his first 18, it went shitty. And he was a, he was a regular golfer that day. He was out there with you and I could have been in that tournament, right? Because uh, anybody can Actually, sign up, yeah. And you, you, you know, you just gotta go compete. And it was the final qualifier, and he's out there. He's not having a good day, and they go in for lunch, and you know they have lunch, and they start drinking some white claws, 
Then he goes out for the second 18 and, like, rips off enough birdies to fucking make it into the U.S. <laughs> Open. It's, like, so sweet. Dude's like, hell oh. fucking yeah. Like, how many people have been there? You get some birdie juice in you, get some swing juice in you, you you're right in that window, right? You're not, you're not sober. For sure. But you're not drunk enough that you can't, like, function anymore, and you are just in that fucking zone. And that's where he was, and good for him, man. And just, like, the story of his I... mom and the shit he went through. Oh. Yes. I absolutely loved it. Um, some of my favorite lines from him was obviously he's lived a super relatable life to a lot of people, right? He is yeah. nothing special. He grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Idaho or Wyoming, right? Yep. Yeah. And his caddy, Gino, he's like, I mean, he is the best friend that everybody has where he's like, hey, quit being a shithead. Like, you're better than this, right? Like, especially yeah. when you know your friend, like, should be good at something. Like, it's exactly yes. what you thought. But when Joel said, he's like, somebody's got to be the 70th best golfer in the world. Might as well be me. <laughs> it's like, I've never seen somebody's like, more just like, yeah, I'm cool being literally middle, especially now. Top 70 in the world, get to play in all the elevated events, don't have to make a cut. Joel right. Damon's happier than shit. Absolutely. Because he can do that. Absolutely. Right? But it's just, yeah, just a, a fucking, I mean, awesome dude. Uh, yeah, I'm really bummed that we didn't talk about him more last week, but we're getting in love now. Have you? Do you watch any of the foreplay pod when they golf with guys? You seen any of those YouTube videos? Abs yeah, absolutely. Have you seen his down at Mesa Country Club? No, but I'm going to go watch it. It's good. It's early. I mean, it's, Trent's still really shitty in that one, so it's yeah. real early. Yeah. But, yeah, it's those are fun to see those guys in that atmosphere, too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, I, and, you know, I might have seen some of it because that was back when, like, they had done it with, like, Pat Perez. That's my favorite one. I love Pat Perez after that. Yeah, he just got fucking hammered on the course with him. You know, <laughs> at true north, dude. He's like, he's like, hey, if I'm ever in a pro am, the guy best today is gonna play with me, you know? Yeah, and he's just hammering cocktails. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, like it is nice to see pro athletes that are like normal fucking people, though, too. For sure, for sure, right? Like getting back to like Morikawa, like he feels so groomed. Yeah, you know, because he's been, you know essentially you know anointed by so many people in the golf world like that he's going to be the next tiger um you know to see somebody just as you said somebody's got to be the 70th golfer might as well be yeah. me you know world needs ditch diggers right like that's essentially that comment and you know for sure good for him good for him love and, it and he wasn't beating himself up about it right like especially in contrast to like brooks being like such a a, a crybaby about yeah. not being the best in the world, right? This guy's like, yeah, Absolutely. man, just happy to be here. Yeah, just here to do my best. Yep. And if my best isn't good enough, I'm okay. Yeah, could I work harder? Maybe. Seems like a lot yeah. of work. And then so. Gino, too. Gino, too, is like, I know it's against PGA rules to have drinks during the event, but technically we're in between rounds, so I don't know if that's round upon. But it's just so great. He gets two and he just cracks them open and nobody else is drinking in there. And here's pro and honestly, I would like to know how many other guys have a pro card that were at that qualifier. There's probably not a lot. 
Uh, I bet. Well, there has to be, right? Because if he was 70th and he didn't have an automatic, because there's, there's like a bunch of weird automatic things. Like I think like top 10 finishes, a win, you know, right. top 50 or whatever it might be. Right. So there's a lot of people who probably do have to do that or more than you would think. But um, I think there's like 12 regional qualifiers in the top 10 come out of those. Right. Or something top nine, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's strange, but, yeah, but he, I guarantee at the one he was at, he was the only one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, where it's like all these college kids, essentially, right? And Joe blows, mm-hmm. and here's the pro, and going into the second round, he's down like 12 strokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, better better thin the blood up. And he got back to even, Jeff. He that's, did. That's hey. the moral of the story. Cash them tickets. Yeah, my man. Um, that's good. You, uh, Hey, do you read reviews? Like when you buy shit, it's the last thing uh, I do. No, you're fine. I, I do on some stuff. So I've been looking for like new luggage, uh, recently, okay. but just some old shit forever. Right. Yep. Um, so I bought some this week on, uh, on Amazon and it, it seemed like too cheap and it came today and it's, it's nice luggage. I got a three piece set for 140 bucks. I thought that was hey. fair. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, man. hard case, but I do I do read the reviews sometimes. Okay. I will, and maybe this is where you're going with this, but if you want some real good reviews, read the reviews on, like, women's clothing. Not that I've just gone and <laughs> searched that out, but, like, Tawn will be buying something on Amazon, which she doesn't do a lot of, but she'll be like, can you believe that somebody decided to post this on the internet? And it is hilarious. Like these ladies are like, I'm usually a size two and this thing won't even button up whatever the fuck. Right. Like it's terrible, but they post the pictures of themselves and it's like, you're a size two with a zero probably, (laughs) but you're not a size two. That's classic. Uh, Yeah. So, (laughs) so I've just been like sort of looking for a new snowblower. Right. And so I read the reviews and I'm like, you know, I want to know what people are saying, especially up here. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a big, it's, it's an important purchase. I don't want to buy right. something I don't want. And I don't understand this, but I saw probably two or three reviews, not necessarily on the same snowblower. And they were all along the lines of, uh, just got this product, haven't used it yet. Too early to tell. Five stars. Uh, Bots, dude. Everything. What? <laughs> like what the fuck? That's not like that's not helpful at all. Like you don't no. you don't even have to you don't have to do that. Just don't put anything out there. Well, that's the thing is it's not it's that's not even some sixty five year old leaving the review of the the snowblower that he bought. Like with anything. If we wanted to get our pod to the top, we could buy bots to fucking rate the shit out of it. And they would put the dumbest things on there, like no doubt. But that's exactly what that is. That's why if you go to any Amazon product, there's 27 million five-star reviews. That's why you got to filter. That's why I always look at the four-star reviews. The the five stars, that's, I want to know what the four stars are saying. Yeah. So, but it's, I mean, it is hilarious, like, even if you're going to be a bot 
if you if you had that somebody had to manually type that once yeah why would that be the thing right why wouldn't you just be like use it for the first time was great correct that would be a 10 times better review than (laughs) hey the box showed up off the back of the ups truck fuckers in one piece right product right and or or like when people like they'll review the product and they uh shit on the delivery like guy the delivery guy just threw it at my door well yeah (laughs) that has nothing to do with the product thank you very much um but you can kindly fuck off um what do you think our review would be if we bought one right like um if we bought a snowblower no 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 if we bought (laughs) fake reviews for our podcast right like these girls are great uh really love their fashion takes Probably. I hope something stupid like that. Something that has nothing to do with anything we've ever talked about. These guys are the best Scientology podcasts in the world. No, vloggers. That'd be even better. Yeah. Uh, no, that we leave that one open to interpretation, I guess. That's what, we, um, that's what I want, right? Uh, I'm going to ask. I know you're going to do the thing at the end of the thing. Uh, but, yeah, if you listen to this, please get on there rate this podcast with the most ridiculous review you possibly can please pretty like please. the dumbest thing and here's the deal the one <laughs> that we pick will come together i don't care we'll fucking split a 20 dollar amazon gift card or something and we'll literally we'll send the winner yes. that yeah. like we're gonna start reading drive engagements yes let's read the reviews on the podcast and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll select winners every week. And if you know us, screenshot it and send it to us so we know that you did it too. <laughs> That's great. Um, speaking of listener feedback, well, yeah, what uh, what old Peter Hill have to say? Oh, but Pete was great. First off, kind of got on him a little bit last Friday night. We were playing vids. I was like, geez, dude. Thought we were friends, you know. I look forward to you live tweeting the pod to me, live texting. Uh, but outside of Pete, uh, he did he did listen. He said at a late morning, didn't start right away. So the boy started listening at like eleven o'clock at night, and then was texting me when we were playing bits. I think I told you that too last yeah, yeah, Friday. Yeah. Yep. Um, but um, anyways. <clears throat> Most of our engagers also believe that the moon landing was fake. That's great. Good for them. You know, uh, I don't want to call anyone who listens to this dumb. So I won't. I'll just kind of leave it at that. You know, good for you guys. Hey, believe what you want to believe. If you want to have a conversation (laughs) with me someday, I'm happy to have that. Uh, Yeah. Good for you. Whatever makes your world go around, I'm happy for you guys. I will say I was told several times that you made a lot better takes and points than I did, and I said, that's fine. I wasn't – Taco told me that. Tom told me that. And I said, I wasn't trying to convince Jeff, okay? I was, I know where Jeff stands on this. That's why we had – that's why we did it. That's why it was Correct. a conversation. I, I knew. I knew where you were at, right? Uh, this wasn't, you know, swindle the other's opinion. No. But uh, we'll say it was fun to watch that throughout the day on Friday. 
on my Instagram story to see like, oh, yes, it happened. Take the lead, and then it evened out, and then no, and then yes, and then to watch it, and then I was like, oh shit, I didn't look in the morning, so I had to look back and found it. I posted it again. I tagged you, and you didn't even respond. So I knew that you were probably a little. You weren't upset, just disappointed in the state of America, probably. But that's yeah, fine. you know, it's definitely one of. It's definitely <clears throat> the latter there, right? Just disappointed. Um, but hey, as you said, you're not going to convince anybody. So good for them. No, that's exactly what I told Taco. I said that's probably the one thing in the world, not the one thing, but conspiracy theories in general are either you're one way or the other. You're not going to switch somebody's no, mind. Without a doubt, you will not. You will not. Send us the next conspiracy theory to debate. Unless your name's Justin Heinrich, don't send us one because yours was stupid and dumb. Yeah, love you, Justin. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to leave it at that. Oh, <laughs> uh, What else you got? Anything? Or we want to we um, dive into what's coming up for you. No. Um, yeah, we can move along. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Where are you going? What are you doing? You, I mean, you already mentioned it. Las Vegas. Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Ah. <laughs> Except for herpes. That shit will come back with you. You know if the hotel's pager-friendly? What do you mean? I'm not getting a sig on my beeper. She is wearing my grandmother's ring. What? The ring I'm going to give to Melissa. You remember my grandmother's Holocaust ring? I didn't know they give out rings at the Holocaust. You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. Would you shut up and drive before one of these nerds ask me another question? In the face! In the face! (laughs) Ben's going to Vegas. Shout out to Hangover. Uh, That was fun. Like, grabbing clips from that. Throwing that together, dude. Yeah, Vegas. Let's fucking go. I am so excited for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, You a big Uh, Vegas guy? I've been a couple times. Uh... Last time I went was my dad's 50th birthday. So coming up on like nine years ago, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I lost like all my money that weekend. I was not a smart gambler. Okay. Um, learned some things since then. Uh, still not a good gambler, but maybe a little smarter. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a fun town. It's also nice that it's like a four hour drive from our house. So that's huge. Um, yeah. I mean, really, when you think of it, what's four hours from you, Duluth? Is that four hours away? Two and Probably a half. Probably not even. Two and a half. Okay. So Sioux Falls, four hours Sioux Falls away? is four. Chicago is five. Right. I mean, yeah. so it's like the same thing, which is always funny looking back on where we grew up. Didn't go to Chicago or Milwaukee enough for how close they really were. Correct. So I would agree with that. Um, <clears throat> But uh, that's another talk for another time. Yeah, we're taking off tomorrow night, Thursday. So when this pod comes out, we'll be sleeping. Uh, we did a, I don't know, we did this thing on Expedia. We couldn't decide where to stay. I'm a big Fremont Street guy. Ton's big on the strip. Sure. Uh, so uh, we couldn't decide. Like, I wanted to be here. She wanted to be there. And uh, like Expedia has this thing where it's like, well, pay up front, non-refundable but you don't know where your room is until, until you're booked. Yeah. 
So we did that, dude, and we're staying at the Sahara. So okay, yeah. Where, where's the Sahara at? It's actually at the end of the strip, kind of. It's closest to Fremont Street, but it's where the light rail starts. Okay, for the strip, so it's not a bad spot, kind of at the end no. of everything. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's it'll be fun. I'm excited. Uh, it was like seventy bucks a night on that thing. So if you're planning a trip and you don't really give a shit where you stay, uh, I would suggest doing that thing. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, what's uh, what's Vegas been like, right? Like, what's your without like, hey, this is what I love to do. But are you hardcore gambler? Are you take it all in? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> It's tough. So I used to go, been a couple, when I was younger, my grandparents used to go, they had a timeshare. Okay. So we'd go out in the winter. Um, so I went as a kid, as a child and Vegas in the nineties was way cooler. I think maybe I was just a child, but they had the pirate ship, uh, the yep. fights. You could watch those. Yep. I think that was at Mandalay Bay. Um, there's just a lot of cool shit. I remember going, I mean, the old Fremont street experience where it was like a fucking led board. And now it's like watching TV. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, it's oh, yeah. totally different, but, uh, no, I just like to, I'm a big, just like people watcher, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll gamble. Cause in Vegas, if you got 20 bucks in that slot machine, they're bringing you drinks. So anything can happen too. Yeah, no, for sure. If you're going to gamble in a place, I mean, people win all kinds of money. They make so much money out there. Yeah. So you set yourself I a limit. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming I usually, mean, you should. like if we go, if we go to a casino, usually I'm usually a hundred dollar guy. I don't okay. like losing money. No, especially on slot machines, like sports betting. That's a different story. We've obviously talked about that. I've lost a bunch, but, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a fun town. It's just you doing a little getaway and yeah. a lot going on out there this weekend. So I don't really have a plan, but. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think, and for me, I'm very, I am, uh, I'm not a big, I want to sit at a table and gamble for like nine hours guy. Right. Like I love Vegas for almost every other reason, but the gambling. Sure. And. So I think it's only appropriate that that's what we're drafting, right? Like your must do's on a Vegas trip. And yeah, I think I'll let you go first since you let me have state draft and let let me go first there. Right. So yeah, let's just pick five things or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, Cause there's so much to do in that, in that city. Uh, Aside from just, you know, playing blackjack, playing craps, rolling the roulette table. So those things are important. You must do those. I'm just going to throw that out. Correct. You got to go. Correct. You got to play. Yep. Get some stake in the game. You never know what could happen. You get hot. You have a fucking blowout weekend. Yeah. You never fucking know. Um. Well, if I'm starting, I think, I mean, it's, a, it's happened to me once. It's probably, it should be probably top on your things to do. You should get hustled for your money by people on the streets. Um, yeah, one time, the last time I was there, uh, like I said, almost 10 years ago, crazy to think, uh, oh, there was this guy selling his, his mixtapes and I was like, nah, I'm good, man. And he asked me what my name was. And I said, Ben, he literally signed this fucking burnt CD to Ben from fucking whoever his, whatever his rap name was. 
And he handed it to me and I was like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, well, I signed it. You got to pay for, pay for it now. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And they wouldn't like, you know, the more people gathering around and I was just trying to get out of the situation. <laughs> so I pulled a $5 bill out of my wallet and he said that 20 looks good. And I was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. So, uh, number one thing to do is get hustled out of your money by people on the strip. Yeah. Uh, and that is in line with my number one, which is walk the strip with some drinks, right? And just check yeah. it out, right? Like get those, uh, I have been with friends a couple of times and like, we don't, we'd like make a game out of the cards that they hand out. Right? The, the card uh, slappers, yeah. right? Um, yeah. If you've never been, I'm assuming everybody who listens to this has been once. You know, it's the escorts, right? Like they're out there. Hand- it's not the escorts handing out cards. Um, it is very low paid, essentially uh, people without a place to stay um, that are just handing out cards and they slap them every time you walk by to get your attention. And they- they're handing them out. So we would just like grab them from them and yeah. we would play a game like, when you get back to like the room, like who got the best hand, right? <laughs> That's great. Um, do that. Avoid getting hustled. I try to avoid getting hustled, but I, it is part of the experience, right? Like see those people who are posing, you know, people watch, walk through the hotels, check out the fucking hotels. Like that's just, that's part of the experience to me is like walking Vegas and taking it all in. Um, and I've been out there for work and I've like, you know, when you like aren't allowed to get drunk and I'll like go for a jog down the strip at like 6 a.m. It is so yeah. fucking quiet. There's no one out, no cars moving. It's bizarre. Uh, but I love, I just love cruising the strip with a drink in your hand and just taking it all in. Yeah. So that'd be um, my number one. That's great. Um, I'm still going to say it, but you, you did steal my number two. Um, my number two was to see how many escort cards you could collect. So, uh, Brandon Splinter's grandparents go out there all the time. And like, I think it was probably like our senior year of high school, he went out there and then he came back with like a million of them. Right. And then, (laughs) so I was out when we were fresh dick 21 and I did the same thing. Did right before I moved down here, I threw them away. I had a quart size freezer bag, (laughs) a Ziploc full of them fuckers. And I, I mean, it's hilarious. They're little snap, dude. I, you can practice and practice. You'll never figure it out. No, they just sit there and they snap them. And there's always like five or six in the, in the deck. And at the time, I mean, we're talking last time I was there, 2012, 2023, right in this area or 2013, excuse me. Um, I was still wearing cargo shorts, mm. right? There was still, still, still a way people dressed, especially yeah. being from the Midwest. I was loading my fucking cargo yeah. shorts up. You had a lot of room for those cars. Yeah, I was fucking taking a ton. And I remember my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? And <laughs> I put every single one of them in my suitcase and <laughs> flew home with them. But yeah, it was, that's uh that's my number two is to see how many uh, escort cards you can get. Love that. Love that. I, I, I feel like I've heard that they've tried to clean that up a little bit, which is too bad. Because, again, it's just all part of the experience, or it was. That's just it. Yeah. It was. Uh, my number two is going to Pepper Mill for breakfast one day. Never heard. Well, 
now you have something to do for breakfast one day. Let's go to Pepper Mill. It's like uh, super old, like old Vegas restaurant. You walk in, and it is like you are transported back to like the 60s and 70s, dude. Plush, like velvet couches. It like Did a, it smell like Marlboro Reds in there? I would have. I think so. I'm trying to remember. Like we were there when my sister got married. Uh, pre-COVID, I think. Yeah, so like, when you and Justin wore those pants, the yes. PGA pants. Yeah. Um. Yeah, great food, kick-ass vibe. Like they've got this bar that's separate. It's just it's old Vegas, and it's like yeah. it is a. It's a certified establishment that, like, if it's not on the national, like, list of historic places, it should be. Uh, yeah. It's that important. And it looks like an old Pizza Hut. Remember those old Pizza Huts that, like, were that had the red roof? That's what it looks That's all oh, it yeah. looks like. But there's neon everywhere. It's, it's fucking glorious, man. You got to go. And you said Pepper Mill? Yeah. Let's look this bitch up. No, don't look it up. Well, I want to know where it's at. Jeff. It's in the Jeez. middle. It's in the middle of the strip, uh, like a little bit okay. north, I should say, like north of the Venetian oh, Monte Carlo. Yeah. Um, you can, I'm in. You could probably walk there. Uh, I would just take an Uber, but yeah, do it. Do it. I love that. Um, not my number three, but I'll stick on the trend here. Okay. You got to eat at a buffet in Vegas. All right. I don't know if they still have the ninety-nine cent buffets. That was always a thing. You'd see them all over. Maybe it was just one. And it was signs for up, but Golden Nugget has a pretty solid buffet. Casino buffets in general. Mystic Lake, you go into that pitch, you get all you can eat prime rib. It's good food. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, it's a blast to see, to see the buffet, to see the people at the buffet, to know they're putting their hands in the same food you're eating. <laughs> To know that that mouth was on a spoon that you're probably eating with, and you hope that it was cleaned. You got to eat at a buffet, man. Absolutely. Uh, you just got to do it. And depending on where you go, like those buffets, um, they're legit. Like there are oh, some sure. that it's like, uh, you know, we stayed at Aria once, and we went to the buffet there, and it was like a $75 buffet. Yeah. But it was worth every penny. I've never had more ma- like better mass-produced eggs in my life, right? And better mass-produced bacon. It was, it was exquisite. Um, but yeah. then, yeah, you can go to the Golden Nugget, and it's a little different That's crowd. One. You know, um, a little different price point. But hey, whatever works, you got to hit a buffet. I would agree with you, hundred percent. That's the best one in Vegas, too. I'm just gonna throw it out there. The I hope they still have them. You know, I haven't been since. Oh, they still have them. They're still know, a staple. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would hope, right? Still a staple. So, um, but and I think, like, from what I remember, like they serve every type of food all, at all times of day because no one knows what the fuck time it is. Correct. Right. There's like, not a clock in any of the casinos. That's still a real thing. Right. Like you, you have some people in there who are just hammered as fuck, like throwing up in their booth trying to eat. And then you have some people who are waking up getting ready to start their day or, you know, haven't slept in, you know, 48 hours trying to shove yeah. food down. I mean, it's it's a wild, as you mentioned, right? It's just good people watching. Well, oh. Jeff, I'm going to break your heart a little bit. Uh-oh. The Golden Nugget Buffet. 
Permanently closed. Oof. Oof. It doesn't break That's my tough. heart, but I, you know, I feel bad for you, man. I'm sure. I mean, you were looking forward I to mean, this number three on your list. I was. I was. Um, but I'm sure there's others. Uh, I mean, guaranteed. If not, I'm gonna take Don to a Golden Corral. So it's just something you got to do when you're in Vegas. Um, Respect. My number three. Uh, yeah. I would say you got to hit up like this dream racing experience. Okay. You you get out on the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And you oh. get out there and you can rent. Essentially, they have like dream cars, Lamborghinis, yeah. Ferraris, Porsches, like all these things. And you're doing, you can do, I think they'll let you, like they let them get up to like 160, 170. But you're just, I so mean, instant death when you hit the wall. Correct. But again, it's yeah. it's a NASCAR speedway, right? So these things are banked as fuck. You're not you're not really turning these cars very much. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun fucking experience just to be able to like feel that power and know how fast you're going. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun time. I would encourage that if you get out there and you have some time. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to partake because there is a NASCAR race this weekend at Las Vegas. Oh, it's a bummer. So. It's a bummer. A lot going on. Lots going on in Vegas yeah. this weekend. You got NASCAR. You got some XFL too, right? UFC, John Jones yeah. return. Two hockey games. Oof. What are you taking in? Are you going to take I any of that decided. in? Okay. We talked about the XFL. We looked at I, the XFL tickets are cheap. One, it's been like cold and rainy in the Southwest recently. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to buy tickets to this outdoor football game. And then it fucking rained. Yeah, it'd be tough. So I just thought we would decide when we got there. At UFC is so expensive. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, just just to sit in the lower bowl is tw- uh, twenty five hundred bucks. I think this weekend. Yeah. No thanks. For a seat in the lower bowl, not on the floor. Yeah. So it's like going to the Super Bowl every time. So they could drop their pay per view prices. Um. Well, you know how you get yeah, those tickets. Man. You go in there, you win some money, and all those casinos have probably 60% of those tickets, so they'll comp you one if you win enough. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, uh, the hockey games, too, that might be cool. Maybe we'll go to the race. I don't know. Maybe we won't do nothing. Maybe we'll never leave the room. Who knows? Hey, that's, a, that's one way to do it. It's vacation. That's yeah. right. We're relaxing. 100%. Uh, so... Is it my turn again? It is. Okay, I sorry. I, I didn't. Four. I didn't do the snake draft there. No, earlier. it's all right. I adapted. I adjusted. You I've over, I've overcome. You know that hurdle you put in front of me. Adapt, adapt, and overcome. That'll be our uh, douchey advice podcast. We start next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work six hours or no? What is it? Six days in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get all those guys on. I don't want to get off topic here, but when you sent me that and I was listening to it, I was like, kind of a productive idea. Like if you were like, hey, I'm going to work my regular job six hours and I'm going to do this, like podcasting for six hours a day. And I'm going to spend six hours a day with my family and I break. And then he started talking about mutating time and I was like, all right, you <laughs> lost me. <my phone." laughs> um, anyways, back to what we're doing here. Um, I think... Uh, 
I'm going to leave it because it'll be an honorable mention. Um, I'm going to say Fremont Street, the Fremont Street experience. I like it. Um, that is Vegas to me. Obviously, old Vegas. That's where it all started. Um, it's just cool area to me. All covered. Uh, great people watching because that Incredible. is that's where you take in Vegas. Not saying that we have a ton of money or anything, but that's where you take in Vegas if you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. It's cheaper to stay at Fremont Street, yep. right? Like it's just, but it's uh, that's that's the spot. Yeah, so. it's and it was on my list. Um, that you got to go, you know, I don't care if you're a oh, Fremont yeah. street person, uh, like that that's your thing or it's not, but you still just have to go, uh, yeah. to experience the, it's essentially the strip just compacted into like three blocks, right. With, with yeah. all the people watching and the hustling and the people that are performing, uh, like when you walk around, right. Like you'll see the, the girls with fucking pasties on you'll see the guys who are dressed as that you know they all have like a little box that they have to stand in yeah right like that's their permitted space you can you know they got beer vendors out there they got like a concert plan the whole top is like leds you can zip line that fucking thing the casinos are fucking like dollar tables like it's a yeah it's just a trip and you have to go you have to just check it out you don't have to stay long if you don't want but you got to go once uh and, and take it in i i I would agree with you wholeheartedly there, my man. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then we're returning to me. Oh, now um, you're, you've just you've just decided to throw in this snake draft. Get, okay, go no, ahead. go for just it. Go, go no, for it. I'll, go. I'll adapt. There you go. Nope. <laughs> uh, my fourth would be a good, solid day at a sports book. Yeah. Take one in. Uh, if you can get out there when there's a lot going on, it's fucking glorious. And... I've seen the pictures of this new one at Circa. Oh, and I stupid like spread my ashes there when I die. That's what I like. I want to, I want to spend an entire week there, which is yeah. unlimited funds gambling on everything at all times during the day. Sports races How in fun. Japan at 9am. Let's go chariot races yeah you know, like everything like they've got it all on I, I and like a 400 foot bar like let's fucking cook yeah it's oh it's beautiful i hope i i hope to talk ton into at least a little bit in a sports book uh maybe some of the nascar race or something that might be a real fun spot to watch the nascar race actually um but the fights being out there maybe that's where we'll catch the fights that'll be cool too I mean, all you got to do is put five bucks on each fight, and they'll let you stand there, even if they're getting picky, you know. So yeah, well, and like on um, on Saturday afternoon, right? Like for you guys, you know, they got like all these college basketball tournaments going on this weekend. It's conference, yeah, conference basketball, like the sub ones, um, or the the non power fives. Like they're all going on this weekend. So like on Saturday, if you just want a place to like grab a bite to eat, you could probably wander into one, um, grab two chairs, place some bets. Get your food, you know, chill, see how the bets roll in, and then roll out for sure before, like, you know, the fights start and they start saying you have to have like a $500 minimum bet down or some shit. That's fine. I'll put $500 on John Jones Bones to, to win. I'll do it then. Love it. All right. What's your fifth? Um, probably one of the cooler things in Vegas. Uh, you don't have to do it, or you don't have to shop, but walking the shops at Caesars Palace. 
especially if you've never done it your first time, you're going to be pretty fucking mind blown. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to think you, I mean, it's really like stepping into another world for sure. For sure. So that's my number five. Yeah. And that's like part of my, like taking in the hotels, right? Like thought. Right. Is, Cause they're all different. It, it's Caesars, you know, uh, the Bellagio. Well, and you haven't been there in a while, but now they got like the cosmopolitan. They've got Aria and our outside of Aria has like this mall called like crystals. All again, just different economic stratosphere at every one of these hotels that you walk into. It's just, yeah, it's hard to comprehend. <laughs> it is. It makes you want more money, though. Always, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it makes me like no be matter where you're fun. financially at, it'll make you want more for sure, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, my number five, I think, then would be. I'm going to go off the book here. I'm going to say you got to check out the Neon Museum. Mm. It's like all the old signs in Vegas. It's just like this boneyard. Uh, you take an Uber there. It's pretty cool, especially at night. Uh, Do they light them up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they all still work. They light them up. It's a cool little like just walking tour, walking experience. I'd check that out. Yeah, dude. That's a, I mean, I'm a big neon sign guy, so that's dope. We're on the fence about Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Okay. You know Zach? No. At all? We're close personal friends. Um, nice. Just kidding. He's the ghost adventures guy on okay. Discovery where sure. he talks shit to the ghosts, right? Yeah. That's how he got big. But he's got a haunted museum in a house in Vegas. Um, it's got some bad fucking juju, but I've never really like believed in that shit. But mm-hmm. Ton does. So I'm trying to talk her into going. But mm. I mean, people have been like, I mean, there's, it makes you wonder, right? Like I had the paranormal guy on my pod that sure. time. And like some of that shit, I don't know. Can you talk to ghosts? I don't fucking know. Ghosts real. Don't call them ghosts. They're spirits. That's like I told me. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I don't know. I think it'd be a cool thing. But that. That neon sign thing, that's sweet because that's probably all the old ones off of like yes. like Fremont Street, the OGs in Fremont. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, check that out. Ah, good list, man. Yeah, bro. Whatever uh, you're doing. You got any honorable mentions? I mean, you kind of mentioned a lot of them, right? Um, you know, to me, it's like eat a great meal is on there. Yeah. I don't care where you go. Take in a show. That's always fun. Um, if you've never done it, cause it is a spectacle, obviously the Bellagio fountains, that's just part of like walking the strip. You're going to see them. Yeah. It right. just To me, it's just go out there, have a good time. Don't like say I'm going out there to gamble cause there's so much to do. You know, you're net, you're, you know, just like sports gambling, you're never going to win them all. And you're, you know, and if you get down, there's other shit you can do to like to fucking get back to even and fucking have a great Amen. time there, man. Like that place is fucking fun. You can do whatever you it want is. there. Yeah. And you can actually do, it's also probably one of the most, you can do it however you want. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say, like, uh, economically you could do Vegas extremely cheap for sure. Or you could ball the fuck out. Like Correct. you could go either way. Without um, a doubt. You could do half the shit that we talked about, or not half, almost all of it, without really having to pay any money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is nuts. Yeah, and you, I mean, people watching is free, 
and you do it at Fremont Street. You just walk past the shops, right? Like, yeah. oh, whatever. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's a good spot. I'm excited. Um, but my one thing <clears throat> uh, that everybody does in Vegas is walk too much. That's my honorable mention. Oh. Because you're always going to think everything's closer than it fucking is. No. So, a um, little fun story. My dad, he's a big Vegas guy. I mean, he goes quite a bit. He loves it out there. He always talks about getting a house out there for the winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to go to the stratosphere, which I'm surprised I didn't make either of our list. Another kind of kind of neat thing. Sure, sure. Yep. Um, But we walked from uh, the stratosphere to... I think we took a taxi to the stratosphere and then we walked from the stratosphere to the Pawn Stars shop. Okay. Which is essentially at Fremont Street. Whoa. And my dad's like, no, it's just right down here. I know exactly where it's at. I was like, okay. So we started walking, started walking, and we're like an hour and a half into our walk. And I'm like, hey, you know, how much farther do you think this is? And he's like, oh, it's right here. Well, then we got into a crime scene investigation with a homeless guy. Uh, there was a blood trail, <laughs> and this homeless guy was then walking with us. This is 100% true. He was walking with us following the blood, and at one point he turned to us. He goes, somebody had a bad night. I said, looks like it. Uh, keep fucking walking, smelly. Um, but <laughs> So the stratosphere to Fremont Street, I don't know, just like a – I mean – it's not that big of a deal if you're planning to go for a walk for exercise. But if you're out there to enjoy, you also got to remember you're in the middle of the fucking desert. Yeah. I think it's like four miles. So. Yeah. Well, Vegas is an optical illusion. It, it, All it of truthfully it. is. Right? Yeah. Um, you can you can look across the street, right? You can be at Caesars and say, we're going to go to um, – I forget the one across the street, uh, the the one with the canals. Is that the Bellagio? No. The Venetian. We're going to go to the Venetian. It's yeah. literally across the street. Well, yeah. you can't just cross the street in Vegas. You have to go to, like, one of the intersections and take those, like, crossover skywalk bridges. And the hotel itself is set, like, a quarter mile back from the edge of the road. And so, I mean, it's a mile to get to the other side of the street to see these things. Yeah. And all these... All these hotels, like you, you, you think they're only like fifteen stories tall. Well, each window is two stories, right? right. So they're they're massive hotel. Like it's a whole fucking optical illusion. Like three hotels down is like a mile and a half away. It is. You can walk for fucking ever there and not get anywhere. For sure, it's insane. It's insane. So yeah, uh, you ever done the high roller? No. No, I don't gamble enough when I'm out there. Too. Oh no, the the that's the big that's oh, the big the thing big at the lakes. Wheel. Yeah, no, yeah. I have not. No. I think I pee too much when I drink to even consider that. So, how long is it? It's like an hour ride. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. I can't hold my bladder 15 minutes when we start drinking usually. So, <laughs> hopefully, they got extra cups. I don't know. What do you do? Just pee your pants? I guess pee in a corner. Des- designate a, a pee corner. There. You just got to yeah. designate a pee corner. That's where you go. 
Maybe you could just pull the thing open just a crack. I don't need much. Just to, you know. I got a tight stream. I just got to get it through there. <laughs> That's right. Got that fucker dialed in. Oh, I love it. Uh, speaking of ba- Vegas and bets and picks and everything, how'd you do last week? Play your sound clip. Because I'm in the same boat. Yeah, we suck. And I think neither of us. I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> Shout out Tiger King. <sighs> yeah, it, rough it week for the tough. boys. Um, trying to, well, I know what I bet on. Okay, the XFL, those lines are so low, they're just sucking me into Bethany over. Okay, yeah. and I want, first one, while we were doing the pod hit, by a point, and I was like, all right, let's go. We're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second one on Saturday wasn't even fucking close. Third one hit by 10 points. And then the last one on Saturday misses by a point. So, I mean, either way, I went two for two. It was a parlay, so it was over. Um, I know I bet some money on Kyle Larson, and uh, they forgot to put power in his car when they started, which sucks. I mean, okay, I made the bets, and I do put $5 on all our bets on here. So I've lost a lot of money since we started this podcast. Um, But... They didn't do any like practices in the NASCAR race this week because there was snow in Fontana and shit. Oh, geez. So the first time they ran the cars was the race. Wow. So that sucks a ton because obviously they would have found out, hey, I have no power mm-hmm. and they would have fixed it for the real race. And then the last one I bet on was the starting position of the winner to be from 11 to 20th. Kyle Bush wins the race. He started 21st. Shout out. Like, Oof. Yeah, tough. 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 Tell us about yours. Um, yeah, I went over two. Wolves got beat. They were favored by seven and a half. Good job, good job, team. Playing one of the worst teams in the league. Um, Grand Canyon University also lost. They got blown the fuck out at home, so that was great. And then Go the other, Lopes. yeah, and then the other thing I picked didn't even happen last weekend. Shows you how <laughs> tuned in I fucking was. Uh, that that a bet is actually still alive and taking place this weekend. So yay, <laughs> we are dialed in, folks. You know, if you're wondering if you should bet with us or against us, I would say it's safe to say, yeah, go against what we are picking right now. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's that. There's that. But hey, we're gonna turn it around this week. I went three yes, and zero we the are. week before. There was no way I was gonna back that up. So. For me, at some it, point, you got to get hot, Jeff. We have to. Yeah, we will. We will. This is the week. Yeah. It's the this week. is it. Shoot I'm going shoot. to Vegas. I'm going to lick the ground on Fremont Street and where gambling was invented, and we'll be good. Love it. Love it. Uh, my first pick, you mentioned it earlier UFC's back. John Jones is back. And so not only am I taking John Jones to win, excuse me, Bush Apple Burp. Shout out. Moment of silence. I'm taking John Jones, KO, TKO, plus 360. Wow. Um, I love it. I also, I I wish I could bet on John Jones to not make the fight. And I would take that bet because that <laughs> has happened a shit ton. <laughs> if that, if there was a plus 150, John Jones doesn't actually fight Saturday night, I'd put money on that. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I hope I hope it's a great fight. I hope he's back for good. I mean, he's he's unreal. Uh, what can a freak be. family too. Yeah, so. he can be, and I hope he's back to who he was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, dude's been through a fucking lot. His own fault. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back, puts on a fucking show. The rise and fall of John Jones, and hopefully the rise, rise, fall, rise, mm-hmm. is going to be the best 30 for 30 of all time. Because, like, when he started out, remember, he beat up that mugger. He caught that mugger yeah. in a park. Yeah. Beat the fuck out of the guy. And then it was like, hey, I can't not do drugs. Right. And it was like, well, you should stop for a little bit because you're really good at what you do. And his brothers are really good at what they do. They play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Chandler's a stud. And they have another brother who like, played like eight. I mean, really great athletic family, yeah. right? So just nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that bet a lot, though. So my first bet, I realized I was doing it and I typed it in, but I'm taking it anyways. That's the last time I hit a bet. So um, it's actually going to happen tomorrow as we're recording this, but it was a FanDuel boost and I felt like I had to take it. So I'm sorry that nobody's going to hear this before to put money on it, but it's Rom and Rory to each finish in the top 20 in round one, including ties plus 330. Uh, I love that so much that that was on my list as well. Let's go. Now we have to hit. You nope. have some money on my account. You want me to throw a fiver on it? Sure. Maybe you can't boost twice. I'll, uh, if not, I will audible and pick something else. No, you're good. I mean, that's fine. That that shows that, shows that it's going to be a good week, Jeff. We're picking I, the same stuff. I liked it as well. I liked it as well. I saw that. I was like, yeah, top 20 after round one. Easy. I know. Easy. Easy money. So that was my second pick. Uh, Love that. Good for us. Yeah. All right. Cool. Go to, you want me to read my second pick? Yeah, you read your second since you just essentially did mine. Okay. Um, Here's the deal. I'm going to take this bet. It's Kyle Larson to win plus 700. And if this Kyle Larson bet does not hit this weekend, I will not bet on him the rest of the NASCAR season Ooh. for anything. Wow. Okay, she- the guys had shit luck, and I've taken in the first two races of the year. Obviously, almost in the lead, gets spun out, and I needed him to place top 10. Yeah. Didn't. Um, and then last week, with the no power to his car thing, right? Um, so yes, Kyle Larson to win outright plus 700. If it doesn't bit, if it doesn't hit, I'm done betting on Kyle Larson. All right. For him, for him. And then when he goes off and never loses a race again. Yeah. Play the clip. We'll re- we'll, we'll, we'll clip it. Chap. Chap. It clip, clip it. Chap. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking fire that back up. No. So, I mean, and look, like I, I, I have a similar affection towards a golfer, uh, which is my third pick, um, that I have also like bet heavily on. And so for my third, it's Morikawa outright plus 1600. I'm going to ride Love that it. horse till it fucking hits. Cause he's going to keep Love it. it. He's going to hit his odd. That, that's just a crazy odd to me for how good he is, but yeah, he's so. good. That's my third. And then I do have a follow-up. I'll I'll throw in there after your third. Um, okay. I'm going to give you my third, but I have to just 
pause for a second. Yeah. I just got a freaking weather bug alert. Daily precipitation alert, Scottsdale, Arizona. Rain and snow expected tomorrow morning. Oh my God. How are you guys going to survive? I don't know, dude. Call in the National Guard. When do you guys leave? Tomorrow night, but it'll be my first time driving through fucking snow. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. I ain't scared. It'll melt by then. I was like, "Uh, I'm driving through the desert. Wasn't even a thought in my head. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So my last one here, going back, parlaying football, parlaying XFL. So... I'm going to take the Vegas Vipers money line, the DC Defenders, shout out, minus two and a half, the Houston Roughnecks, minus four and a half, and the worst team in the league, the Orlando Guardians, plus eight and a half for a plus 1574. Like that. Let's go. Love it. Love it. Uh, you know, you're going to hit one of those eventually. Also, For sure. you know, speaking of XFL, love that on their broadcast, they're like showing the lines. Oh, I love that. And I really love the fact that they keep everybody mic'd up and they don't have time to blurp it. There's a lot of fucks being thrown out, out there. And I'm like, <laughs> this is on ESPN. <laughs> it's just, oh, like, what did you think was going to everybody that's ever been in the locker room where it's like, man, I fucking miss you. Whatever it was, right? Like, yeah. I fucked up. It doesn't matter, but all you hear is fuck, 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 fuck. And Correct. it is hilarious it's, to me that that's on ESPN. It makes me laugh. Uh, the, the little bit I've watched, it makes me laugh, uh, especially in like the huddles. Will you guys fucking shut up? Listen to me. That was great. The Andre <laughs> Francois. The lineman is trying to change the play. He's like, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then my follow up last week, the third pick that I took that did not actually take place last week was Verstappen to win outright in Bahrain, and it was plus 115. It is now minus 125, so I'm feeling good about plus 115. So you got it at plus odds. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, That's the dude's huge. fucking automatic. He's so good. So I was uh, I was going to go five around Lewis Hamilton. I think he's plus 700. Eh, I wouldn't. He's falling off a little Look bit, Look at man. this Formula One expert over here. I'm just saying, Welcome man. Welcome in, Chad. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, he's falling off a little bit. Like, Mercedes had a bad year, so if they didn't fix their car, because that's what it all comes down to. He just had a shit car last year. So if Mercedes came out and, um, you know, in testing, they it, that's the thing is, like, testing already occurred of these cars. So, like, they know who's fast and who's not. And it's right. Red Bull and Ferrari again, just like it was last year. So, you never know. I mean, shit happens, right? Like, I mean, it's racing. Correct. Things happen, but it, literally in Formula One, it is one of the most um, predictable sports. Uh, sure. Because, like, if, if they don't have the car, it doesn't matter who the fucking driver is. It's almost impossible to win. Did Jimmy Johnson go yeah. race Formula One for a little bit? I think there? he tried. I think yeah. he tried. It's just different. It's It's wildly different. It ain't no NASCAR, Jimmy. It's not. I mean, it's not. That's what, like, when you watch that fucking F1 show, Ben, like, you will see, like, how different it fucking is. Like, and how, like, yeah, you you have to be a good driver, no doubt about it, but. Right. 
the car matters more than anything else. Uh, whereas, you know, in NASCAR, they're all essentially the fucking same. Yeah, for sure. One guy builds all the Chevy engines. One guy builds all the yeah. Ford engines. I mean, it's the same. It's the same story, right? Like when you go, when you watch a track, like there's time and time again where certain tracks or certain weeks, like the Fords run really good or the Toyotas run really good. Yeah. But it's the same thing as the Red Bull, the the Mercedes and the Ferrari teams. Like, right? It's mm-hmm. the same shit. So, yep. interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Let's have a good week. You yeah, have let's a do it. fucking kick-ass time out in Vegas. I will. Uh, I look forward to not receiving snaps from you because you don't do that. Uh, and you leave us wondering what's going on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry to my friends who try to live vicariously through me. Um, yeah, you know, I just, uh, you just enjoy the moment. Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't live your life through a screen. I appreciate You're that. Right. I yeah. appreciate that and respect it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you want to do your thing? Wrap the shit you up. You bet, brother. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate everybody listening. It means a ton. Uh, hop on the old uh, Instagram. Give us a follow if you haven't yet. Uh, otherwise, just like, comment, share, subscribe. Rate five stars. Unsubscribe. Subscribe again. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, it's back to even. Why you gotta be a Just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong If you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick You know how Batman robbing me Oh, Bonnie and Clyde My feelings is down to rob I just say the word The dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word Little shorty say give me this Oh, that was your girl She screaming my government I hopped off the curb I ain't looking back since